What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Meltdown Podcast, episode number two. Dos. 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 Today, we have dos. to my other right, my co-host. It's me. It's Leo. Leo the King. General Manager. How you doing? Good, How's good. And then doing? we have, through the middle of us, the one and only epic prodigy of the world. Prodigy of the world. Best epic stri- prodigy of the world. The best streamer on Twitch in North America, Larry Fish. Burger. I felt like there was shade there. You're contained to one region. Only. He said North America. <laughs> I'm, I'm worldwide. I'm an island boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Literally, my family, my people come from islands. I'm from the Azores. I'm literally an island boy. Well, welcome to the podcast, dude. It's good to be here. They flew me out to Las Vegas strictly for this podcast and nothing else. Nothing That's else. That's it. That we didn't exclusively for the podcast. We didn't have any <laughs> other content planned out besides this podcast. Nope. We flew them out and said, you know what? We just want to hear about your life. Okay. Well, here we go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's hear about <laughs> mi vida. Let's hear it. Go ahead. All right. So, I guess. Um, so finding information for this episode was a little difficult. Yeah. You know? I mean, um, what can I say? You are an elusive man. But I was still able to find some stuff out okay. about you. Okay. <clears throat> so let's kind of dig into... Now, this is all going to be about your gaming career. Okay. Cool. Okay? Cool, cool, cool. So nothing, nothing besides that. Fair enough. I mean, you can get to know me, you know? Not yet. Well, okay. Before, Not we yet. St- before we start, who are you today, bro? Who am I today? Yep. Gloria Estefan. No, I mean, I'm Larry Fishberger. I mean, that's it. That's, that's no, this is the thing. Like, okay, so everybody, like most people know, or if you don't know my real name, I won't say my last name, but my real name is Josh. And, but everybody knows me as Larry, Larry Fishberger, because that's who I am on Twitch. That's who I am online. But the thing is, is like, I don't think that changes like who you see on camera. Like the name doesn't change the person. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, my name is Larry Fishburger online, but the person that you're seeing, Larry, the Larry that you know, is that's it. Like, it's just it doesn't. The name is is a name. That's just a, that's just a sign in front of the store. But the reason that you come to the store is the person inside. So that's that's it. I, I am Larry. To some people, I'm Josh. You know, some people I'm daddy, whatever. I don't know. Some people poppy. Yeah, right. right exactly. Early, aren't we? <laughs> so no, I'm just saying. You know, what I'm saying I'm literally I'm a father. I have a six month old. You know, father so, to me. Uh, in his dreams but <laughs> the point is when you know when people are like your name's not larry fishberger that's not your real name no my government name is not larry fishberger but the person that you know is larry fishberger is the same person that you see behind the screen the same person that when the cameras are off that's that's larry, larry dad burger larry husband burger larry family burger it's larry all the milf same shit. Bur- milf <laughs> Or Dilf. Thank you. At least Dilf. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, I like that a lot better. Okay, (laughs) Dilf Burger. So yeah, um, you know, it's nothing to do with. I'm just, you know, I have a family. I'm very private because you know I want to make sure that everybody's safe and protected. So okay, that's understandable. Yeah. So I guess I'll start it off like, why Fishburger? Why Fishburger? (laughs) I want to hear the story. So like, basically, how did I get my name? Yeah, how did you get your name? Okay, so um, I have you, you guys are. This is this is when I tell my name story. It's a it's a fifty fifty coin toss. Have you guys ever seen the show uh, Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav? Yes, yes. No. You no? On maybe Culture wait. High. Actually, yes. Maybe maybe. But do you know maybe. who Flavor Flav is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he had yeah, a reality yeah. dating show. Yeah, yeah. He had two seasons of it. Okay. Do you remember there was a crazy woman named New York on the show? 
I don't remember specifics. She was an iconic feature on okay, the show. My bad. <clears throat> but she went, or, went on to later have her own show called I Love New York. And in season two, there was a gentleman on there who had a very funny scene in an episode. So I'm just going to break the shit down. And then at some point, maybe they can play a clip on this in the editing over the YouTube video, whatever. But <clears throat> there's a really wealthy man on the show who orders flowers to her house to give to New York because he's trying to win over her heart. Now, when the flowers arrive, it goes to this guy who did not order the flowers and he takes the card out and he claims that he gives the flowers to her. So the gentleman who actually ordered the flowers says, well, you know, he starts questioning, like, how did you get the flowers? How did you get the address for the house? And he goes, my boy, Larry Fishburne, right? Larry Fishburne, keyword, okay? Yes. And they're like, who? You talking about the actor, Lawrence Fishburne? And he goes, nah, my boy, Larry Fishburne. And I was in like seventh grade at the time. And I thought that was like the funniest effing thing I've ever heard. So like later, I think like a couple months later, I got a PlayStation 3. And when I needed to make an online name, I thought Larry Fishburne would be a funny name. Now, you know, fast forward to Twitch streaming. And like, I wanted to actually have a brand. And if you Google Larry Fishburne, the first thing that's going to come up is Morpheus. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. So I wanted it to be, so if you were to look me up, you were to Google me, it would be me that came up. So I like, I had like a whole list of like Larry Fish this, Larry Fish that, and Larry Fish Burger sounded funny. It sounded like something I could build a brand around, especially because like, for me, I'm not like the greatest gamer in the world. For me, my content is entertainment. So I figured what better than it's a funny name that people will remember. So that's how Larry Fish Burger was born from a reality TV show from like 2007. I figured it had something to do with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, oddly enough. But it's funny. It has something to do with Lawrence Fishburne and also has nothing to do with yeah. Lawrence Fishburne at the same time. So, so, yeah. So you're telling me you didn't go through a McDonald's drive through No. And you're like, this sounds good right now. Fish filet. No. A fish burger, no. bro. You didn't do that. No. I'm not you even like a fish big... Burger? I, I like fish filets, but like I'm not even a fan of like seafood. Like I'm not a big fish guy at all. Like I don't... Like I like tuna fish, but like I don't like seafood much. Like I don't like fish and chips, none of that shit. I like a fish filet. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice sandwich. But I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, damn, I got a hankering for a fish filet right now. You know what I mean? So sorry if this crucifies a future <laughs> McDonald's sponsorship. But, you know, I, I love you guys. I love your fries. Fish filet is solid. So but, um, do you like tartar sauce? Yeah, actually, tartar sauce and fries is dope. If you guys have had like f- like fries and tartar sauce, beautiful. It's delicious. It's actually very good. I'm not joking. How does that taste, bro? It's good. It's got a little tang to it. Like the gravy fries earlier? Mm-hmm. Like the gravy fries? That shit was good. Hey, Fuku Burger hits hard. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you can feel free to uncensor yourself if you feel. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how, you know, I definitely. Hey, yeah, yeah we can't saying, fucking cuss up. I'm here, trying bro. to get you guys some, you know, some sponsorships <laughs> for this <laughs> hour podcast. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'm trying to be respectful, you know? No, understandable. Understandable. So that kind of covers the broader question of why, you know. Larry Who's Fishburger. the what's the where's the wins the whys? You know, the origin story. Of, yep. Of the man, the myth, the legend himself. So, like I said, I kind of wanted to go all the way back to kind of your early days. Yep. Uh, before Twitch streaming. Okay. So, um, from what I gather, your earliest console was the first PlayStation. Is that correct? Or well, my earliest, it goes earlier than that, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first console that I had, I want to say was either Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis. That was like mine. But um, like my gaming on a first console goes way beyond like to NES. So my um, uncle, he is like a collector of like things like that. And he had like 
he had Nintendos at the house. He had Super Nintendos, you name it. And he had like every game, like every game. So like granted, NES is technically before me, but he had it. So I would always go upstairs. So basically, I come from a Portuguese family. And Portuguese people don't believe in babysitters. <laughs> so um, like, you know, if my mom or dad had to work, I went to my, my vovo's house, my grandma's house. And now Portuguese people also like don't believe in like living apart from each other either, apparently. So like they like Portuguese people where I'm from, they buy like like multiple family homes. And then like one, you know, you got your my grandma was in the first floor. My uncle was in the second floor and my other uncle was in the third floor. So the uncle collected a lot of these games, the second floor. And if I'm at my grandma's house, I might as well go upstairs and play some video games. And that is kind of where like it began. And then, like, my love for video games definitely came from my cousin, Chris, who really got me to fall in love with the PlayStation 1. That was, like, my first console that I think I, like, truly, truly, like, was like, wow, I love this so much. Um, Super Nintendo is very close as well. What was the first game you played? First game I've ever played? Yeah. I mean, I would venture to guess Super Mario Brothers, if I'm being honest. Either that or Mega Man. One of the two. Um, uh, Sonic is probably a, a close third, but it's right up there. If I had to, this is going way back, but I want to say it was Super Mario Brothers is like my first game game for sure. The first game game that I loved, um, like really, really was like addicted to, I want to say it was like Mega Man 3. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then like, again, like I started to get my own consoles and started to discover like all sorts, like t- Toy Story on the Sega Genesis. Wow. Primo game. Incredible game. Uh, Wave, I think it was called Wave Racer on the N64. I was addicted to that too. We could go, I could pick a game per console yeah. if you wanted me to, but I'm going way off the rails here now. So it's all right. So, again, from the information that I gathered, um, you only played PlayStation up until you started streaming. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I was okay. Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry for any Xbox fanboys that this upsets. <laughs> um, it wasn't like, I don't know, like, I guess I had like an allegiance for a while. But I mean, like, I just really liked Sony and I liked the exclusives that they were putting out. So um, and like we had an Xbox 360 in the house, but it was my brothers. And like it just kept red ringing. And I was like, this is ass. And my PlayStation was like, old faithful. That that shit never went. You know, what I mean, that thing always was working, like was working. So um, like when I really started hardcore gaming, like it was like I had PS2 and then I went to PS3 and then I went to PS4. And and then I eventually started like playing on pc but even now like the first like when the next gens came out i tried a choice between xbox and ps5 i want to get the other i want to get the new xbox eventually now i'm like i don't really i don't give a fuck honestly now but ps5 was the first thing i went to i just kind of had that allegiance you know so yeah did you ever get uh the yellow light of death on the ps3 um the only thing i ever encountered was like you remember the fat thick boy ps3s yep, yep, so i did I, I was it the yellow light of death for yep. that i think so and then like someone had me wrap it in like a hot towel and like bro, <laughs> bro let me tell you that shit worked yeah i did 100 percent. hey you ever had a light uh, no bro okay. none of my playstations ever broke. listen when it gets to that right you wrap it into a towel right bunch of towels and you put the was that air dryer yeah, something like into that. heat, bro. And you put it in the towels and you just let it go for like hours, yeah. bro. And then it fixes it. And then sometimes it did it. And then yeah. you have to go back to the same situation, <laughs> bro. I, it, it resurrected a couple of times. But listen, I had that thick PS3 for a long time. Like, and then eventually like it did give up, which fair, like fair enough. And I got like this, by that time they had the slims and I got a PS3 slim. 
Dude, after performing like life surgery on it multiple times, of course, dude, just yeah. work, work, please. Well, I mean, I used to play FIFA on that shit for hours on end. Like, I was a FIFA fiend, you know, that in between that and Call of Duty, like, I was on, like, I, dude, I would, I, I hated school. I, and I'm not, it's like kids stay in school, do your schoolwork, but I hated school. I hated doing homework. I hated doing assignments. Um, but like, I was always good at test taking. So like, I'd never handed in assignments, never did homework. I would just like, I basically just passed my test and that would get me, that would be enough to get me by. So I'd get home. And as soon as I got home, it'd be Modern Warfare 2 all night, FIFA all night, whatever, you know, uh, whatever the game was at the time. But I would spend all my time doing that. <laughs> so, and my mom was not very happy about it, but I was passing. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Uh, I thought you were going to say no, something. No, no. The water, bro. You know when you drink so much water, you're just like, oh. Yeah, you feel like a lot of water. Yeah. You feel the water swishing around inside of you? Yeah. Wow. Swishing. I knew I knew that was going to go somewhere. Did, that's on him. All I, I said was, this guy can't there contain himself. There were multiple himself. setups for a joke in that one <laughs> sentence. I hope you know that. <laughs> he says, bro. All I was Larry, trying okay, to, I was trying to resonate no, with no, his scenario. Here's the thing about Larry. Larry says shit. And then he expects you to answer without even answering, bro. What do you mean? <laughs> he says like sentences. <laughs> he says sentences that sets him up on purpose, bro. I think that you are a filthy man. And I say <laughs> things that are perfectly innocent and you turn them in your head into some sort of sinister sexual like I'm like I feel like you're a house you have like a red room or something bro like you have like a sex dungeon or something <laughs> bro that doesn't what he, your vod say he's not denying it your okay? say you see otherwise. how he's deflecting <laughs> house flipper is a big difference between real life that's a video okay? game bro right and for content's sake I make sex rooms in house flipper it brings the market value up <laughs> back to the topic at hand <laughs> For anybody please, who doesn't know what house flipper please. is, it's a game where you go into really shitty houses please. and you flip it for, and then like you make money in the game based off of how well you flip the home. Sorry, Beautiful. go ahead. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> um, okay, so I took a pretty deep dive on your Instagram. Oh shit! <laughs> deep, deep dive. Deuce. Case in point. Thank you. Thank you. See, see, my case in point proven. All right, I'm done. Um, I would, the, my argument would hold up in a court of law. I saw, which was pretty interesting to me, that you went to the St. Pablo tour. I did. On, oh, uh, my 2016, fucking God. And I know you love oh. Kanye. So my, my question, my question, questions yes. here are, how was it? Number one, why Kanye and top five favorite artists? Okay. So when you say why Kanye, like, why do I love him so much? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with St. Pablo tour. How was uh, it? It was yes. fucking magical. It wasn't a concert. It was an experience. It was an out of body experience. It was probably one of the greatest nights of my life outside of my, my wedding and like meeting my daughter. Like, I think that's a top three moment in my life. No bullshit. Um, it was like Kanye. Listen, we can, we can set aside the crazy things that he says, especially politically, we won't get political here, right? You know, whatever he aligns with, like a lot of that, most of the shit that he says, I don't align with. But strictly speaking, as Kanye, the artist, okay? When I say artist, I don't just mean music. He loves a lot of things. But he has such a tremendous mind and the way that he built a floating fucking stage, okay? Like this man, and this is my, I'll tell you my biggest regret in life too, and it wasn't even my fault, but... So he has a floating stage and there's no, like the the flo the whole floor, mind you, we're in the TD Garden in Boston. And so like, this is like the whole floor where like the Celtics and the, the, the Bruins play. 
you are underneath this man floating above you. Like the, the greatest artists of our time floating above you and just everybody's losing their minds. It's ecstasy. Now, the thing was, when he first announced his tour, we were at Boston was one of the first stops. And we had, we had no fucking idea what was going to happen. They just said GA, general admission, which like sometimes gets rowdy and I'm old. So I was like, okay, let me get some seats. Right. And it didn't tell us a stage setup. So like we tried to pick one where we strategically thought we'd be able to see no matter what. So we get there and mind you, he had just played like Indiana or something like that. I think Indiana was the first day of the tour. And then people were like talking about how the stage was floating and we're like, holy shit, is he going to do that here? Sure as shit, fucking stage. He comes out, stage is like elevated like this. He gets on, it turns and it's like, Dude, and, and it's Kanye. He doesn't just start out with a song. He starts out with an entrance and like the lights are glowing and he starts floating out. And you're like, is that God or is that Kanye West? <laughs> it's amazing. So this is my biggest regret. He was coming around for round two of the tour. And I told my brothers, I said, we, we, and we bought tickets for general admission. I said, we're going to be underneath that man. I don't care if I lose a fucking mouthful of teeth in the pit. I am going to be underneath that stage. And dude, it comes closer and closer to the date. We're so hyped and he has a mental breakdown like maybe like a week or two before the Boston show and he cancels the second leg of the tour. I have never like been sadder <laughs> in my life because like I got to see people experience the underneath Kanye shit and I can I can imagine how good it was but I'll never ever ever in my life say that I got to be St. Pablo in the general mission in the pit like and, oh, man, I will take that with me to my grave. As, listen, I know this sounds dramatic as fuck, but I'm a big yay stand. So no, I can I can I, I can imagine it. It's pain, mind. bro. It's like, like that's like, dude, like that's like, what do they call it? Like your magnum opus or whatever. Like that's like the highest peak you can get right there. Like as a Kanye fan, like to be in that concert and that tour, which at the time, too, we didn't sure we weren't sure how many tours he might have because he hasn't toured since. And who knows if he ever will. So to get to do that and to be in the in the pit, man, just thinking about it, it's got me fucked up, bro. <laughs> so why Kanye? Okay, so the reason why I love Ye, I'm trying to call him Ye now too because he's formerly known as Kanye West. He goes by Ye now. But um, there's a lot of reasons. I've been listening to Kanye. I've been listening to Ye since I was in fourth grade. And college dropout came out right around fourth or fifth grade for me. And my cousin has a big music influence for me. And he introduced me to a lot of hip hop, like Nas and all that stuff. And he introduced me to college dropout. And I had never heard music like that before. Like I, as a fourth grade, fifth grade kid, like I'd heard everything, right? Like I, and I especially was into like punk rock, like good Charlotte and shit at the time. And again, like my cousin's just introducing me to shit like Nas and like Biggie and, and Puff. And then here comes this guy, Kanye West, and he's using samples that are like out of this world and just everything, especially I heard Jesus Walks. And that song to me is probably one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life. And I had that song playing on repeat over and over. I almost, think I almost broke the CD because of how many times I played just that song. Um, and that sold me from a very young point. And the thing is, with 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 Ye, every single album, you're getting a completely different experience. You're not getting like if you if you were to play his albums in chronological order, you're getting something vastly different each time. And he sets the tone. He sets the bar for the industry. And lastly, for me, as wild as the shit that he says is, like 
I really admire his confidence. I do. And, you know, and he's somebody that as crazy as he says shit, like he also, you know, he tells people like, you got it. You have to be confident and you have to, you have to be yourself. You have to chase what you believe in. And whatever, even whether I agree with him or not, he says what the fuck he believes in and, and he does what the fuck he believes he can do. And like, you know, this, we're talking about a man who was 50, $60 million in debt, you know, just what, five, six years ago. And now he's worth $9 billion. And he told everybody, he's like, listen, I'm the next Disney. I'm the next Steve Jobs. And as crazy as it is, the motherfucker did it, yeah. you know? And for me, that gives me confidence. And as crazy as it sounds, Kanye West gave me my confidence. And he gave me my swagger. If I was to see him today, I would go up to him and I would say, thank you, because you gave me my confidence, you know? And um, I don't care who sees this and cringes or says it's corny. I fucking love Ye for that. I don't agree with a lot of the shit that he says, but at least he stands by it. And I admire that. You know, I might adamantly agree with some of the shit. I might vehemently disagree with a lot of the shit. But at the end of the day, he stands firm in his beliefs. And I believe everybody should do that. So I respect him for that. That's good, dude. But he's I mean, fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so top five artists of all time. If you can't pick top five. Can it just be hip hop or well, it could I mean, be everything. Anything. Anything. In order or no order? No order. Unless you want to pull Well, obviously order. we know Ye's up there. Um, so I, I love Ye. I love his. There's not a song for me or an artist or an album that doesn't doesn't hit. Um, Donda? Donda was... Donda... I, I'm going to say this right now. Donda might be his best album ever. Did you see... Um, He's coming out with I, the I deluxe saw, edition. Yeah, I, yeah, saw, oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I was very happy. <laughs> so I'm excited for that to come out. So yay, obviously. Now, listen, obviously there's been some recent controversy, but this doesn't change the music. Travis Scott is tremendous as an, as an artist. I think that his music, for me, especially because he's inspired so much by yay, um, I think that Travis makes really good music. I got to see him in Connecticut. And, um, you know, this wasn't like a festival, it was an actual concert. And it was a great show he put on. He's another sh like showman. He does really, his stage uh, design is something that I think is huge for concerts and not a lot of people talk about. And the thing is, when you go to a concert, you really don't just want to go for music. You want to go for an experience. And he does a good job of that, obviously, outside of what recent events happened, which is pretty sad and tragic. Um, but he is an artist that I, I really do love his music. Um, I was on the wall with Kid Cudi for a while. But for me, I think Cudi makes it. But the thing is, it's oh, it's so hard to pick a top five because then I think about 50, you know, and 50 Cent changed the game, bro. 50 Cent's got to be up there. This is, dude, we did a we did a tier list on stream, man. And like we were going, dude, I went back and forth and back and forth. And I know I'm going to say five and then I'm going to forget somebody or someone's going to see this. And be like, how the fuck did you forget Eminem, you piece of shit? You know what I mean? Like, so like this is the thing. So like, remember that my top five can change. My top five probably changes weekly. But uh, Ye's up there. Travis has got to be up there. Um, I, they, we have to, if you're, especially if we're, I'm a hip hop guy. I love all, I love all music, not as much country music, but I love all music, but rapping and rap and hip hop is, is my shit. So 50 has got to be up there. Um, man, I'm at two left. We got two left, bro. One, three, three, two, two. No, Look, I know. We got, we got Trav. I'm not going to say Cuddy yet. I'm not going to say Cuddy yet because I love Cuddy. But Travis Scott. He Trav, said, yay, yay, and 50. And 50. Okay. Oh, fuck me, man. You don't have to choose the you other have, two. Yeah, you don't have I to have to, bro. I have to. You this just... is a podcast. Listen, it's probably going to change next week. Ask, ask me this next week and it might have changed. <laughs> but, okay, so we got Yay, Trav, 50. I'm, I know I'm forgetting people, bro. This is going to be the thing. The stream is going to get you. you stream have, is going to get me. Hey, you have Exhibit. 
You have exhibit uh, in my top five. You don't like exhibit. <laughs> I like exhibit, and maybe in my top five shows about beat up cars, but not in my top five artists what, of all bro? time. Wait, so who's your next two? I want to hear. What did you puff on before you wanna, came here? I want to hear the next two. I'm so like, what's the next offended? Two? What's the next for two? the music industry? Okay, I have a question for you. Yes, see, because now I'm interested in your opinion about yeah. this artist, MF Doom. MF Doom. I don't think I've listened to him enough. That's the thing. I have respect for his music, but like I can't tell you he's top five or not because I haven't listened enough to him. And I mean, he's I, he passed away. Rest in peace. I I do like his stuff, but I don't. I can't tell you. It's like I can't tell you that I've sat here and listened to it. Like I've listened to a lot of these other artists. Yeah, so yeah. I respect him. Makes good music. Rest in peace. But personal yeah. opinion, just, I think he's a solid artist. So you have Biggie, bro. You have Tupac. Biggie and Tupac in my top. They're not in my top five. They're not. I don't really like like Tupac. Honor, right? I like there's a lot of Tupac songs that I like, but like I'm not a big fan of like that West Coast style of hip hop. So like same thing with like Ice Cube. Like I love NWA, but they don't make it into like my top five or anything like that. Um, I, I I oh man, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Cuddy because okay. I really fuck with Cuddy. One more. <sighs> you got it. Let's just say rappers. Let's just say hip hop. Okay. Hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because okay. okay. there's a lot of people that I want to include and I can't. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I haven't even gotten to the bread and butter, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> you, this is a tough one to answer on the spot. You know what I mean? But <laughs> you have to really think about it. Just, I, just I'm going to go with. I feel like stream is going to kill you either way. So just post was doing so good for so long. He hasn't put shit out. That's the problem. Like I love post Malone and he killed it for so long. And then he hasn't put shit out. Post Malone. I'm going to say Drake, bro. I'm going to say Drake. As crazy as it sounds, I know him and yay beef, but like the dude puts out fucking phenomenal music. We so can't, you, whether you would listen, here's the thing is right. <laughs> you know who wins the most when artists like that beef? We do the fans. True. We don't, you don't have like as much as I love Yay. I don't have to pick a side. You know what I mean? Like we can enjoy an album. We can enjoy both albums without having to pick sides. And both of those albums were great. And Drake puts out phenomenal music. I love Drake. I love Yay. So I'm gonna say Drake. Drake's got to be in there. So. The way you talk about like Drake and Yay, yeah. How we the fans get to the best, right? Yeah. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah. They're beefing, but we get to experience exactly. Music. We're the winners so, when artists beef. We are the real winners. For mine, it has to be MGK and Eminem, bro. When they were beefing, really? Because I I grew up like listening mm -hmm. to MGK. Yeah. And I grew up listening to Eminem. And when I was younger, I was like, dude, it would be really dope if they collabed on an album or a song. I would love to see just, that personally, but just like Logic and Eminem collabed. Mm -hmm. well, uh, yeah, mean, that was pretty that was pretty So fire. I was like, dude, as soon as they started beefing, I was like, damn, bro. Yeah. Well, but, hey, you know, but Kill Shot was a hell of a Can I say something controversial? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put it in the title anyways. Thumbnail. Thumbnail. Eminem hasn't had a good album in a long time, personally. I might Kamikaze? I, I didn't think it was that good. You didn't I, I try. I listen. I gave it like I gave it thorough listens. Like I, I am a firm believer. You cannot base any opinion on your music album off your first listen. Sometimes not even off your second listen. And I gave it three or four tries. And I, I I'm not saying it was bad, but I don't think it was. I didn't, it didn't knock my socks off. That's how I felt about Donda. Really? Yeah. Well, no, how no, many no listens? I listened to it multiple times. Yeah. Did you turn the lights off? Did you put your phone on? Do not disturb. Did you really <laughs> listen? Hey, you want to know something, bro? You want to know something real controversial? What? I don't think Kanye's in the top five or belongs in the top five. 
I'm okay. Listen, I'm music, music is opinion. <laughs> music is opinion based. I'm gonna have to I respect your opinion, even though it's wrong. His opinion is ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have your, to. Most of your favorite artists today are most likely inspired by Kanye West. I'm going to Eminem? have to. Yeah. Move on here because this whole, this could turn into a whole this argument. Whole, this whole thing it's, can been thir- last, like, it's been thirty minutes and we've just talked about music. This whole a little thing, bit, mostly. Can, well, I love this. Is the thing is, people are. <laughs> I'm really very passionate has. about gaming, yes. but my love for music, people okay, don't realize it. More. I love a Listen, huge love yeah, for yeah, yeah. not more, but it's it's up there. Listen, okay, okay. I'm going to go to the second. Also, question. fuck your opinion. Sorry, love. You. Okay, yeah, go to the second question. <laughs> all right, I love so, that question. So, all right, fuck, marry, or kill. Okay, Leo, this handsome gentleman over here. Gilly, okay, the handsome gentleman next to your left, yep. and Hector Fishburger. I'm killing you. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was without hesitation. I'm marrying. I'm marrying Hector, and I'm fucking you. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. You're going up on the marrying thing because I've only known you for a couple of days. Sorry, Hector. Yeah, I love you, bro. So Leo, I chose you for marrying. So Leo has been subbed for two months, Hector. So based it's based off of subbing. This is how we value people now, based off of money. You're not, it's all if, money. If, you, if you don't doesn't have, think Kanye's top five, hey, and it's all about hey, money. If you don't have boss. a gold fresh burger, bro, don't talk to me. He's you see boss. what I'm saying? He's dude? my boss. I, I mean, he's and, technically my boss too. And next month, yeah, I like have to a think we have a very burger. open environment. Listen, here if you don't LVI. have a platinum fish burger, don't talk to me. Okay, look. Platinum, it's not even platinum. You don't even know your burgers, bro. What is it? Diamond. You're off. You have diamond from a year. Okay, diamond. And then 18 months is ruby. Okay, if you don't have a diamond fish burger next to your name in a red cup, don't talk to me. Well, fuck that guy, right? <laughs> so, well, you're all killing him, so. Listen. <laughs> you can't fuck me and kill you me. You want me to kill Leo? Why not? What do you mean? <laughs> He's been nothing but pleasant to me this entire weekend. And you have just told me that I give you sexual <laughs> innuendos that never happen. And you said Kanye's not top five. That made that question so much easier. If you would have at least said he was top five, I probably would have considered. Okay. But the fact that you said he's not top five made that the easiest answer of all time. I'm on subbing today, bro. You think I can marry or fuck somebody who says Kanye's not top five? <laughs> I'm on subbing my six-month monthly plan. It will be get rid of someone with trash music taste. That'd be a great... You'd be, it'd be, it would make my life easier. We're moving on. Or your ears are bleeding. To a different... My ears are bleeding? Your ears are bleeding when you listen to Kanye West. <laughs> We are moving on to a different Leo, topic. this guy's fucking delusional. To a different Drake beat Kanye. Okay. To a different passion. Larry, I'm going to need you to trying to trigger yourself. me, I'm gonna bro. It's to not going to work. <laughs> I've had this argument. He's TW, trying to trigger me. TW, trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. warning if you're a Kanye fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, moving next. on to another passion of yours. Yep. I know you were a huge sneakerhead. Oh, suck. yeah. You are such a big sneakerhead. Yeah. And um, from what I gathered, you sold... Yeah. A lot of that to start streaming. Yes, Holy yes, I did. So, like, okay, so two. Well, obviously, you can get into the sneaker collection and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, how much was that collection, and what would you say is your most valuable one? Shit. Like, even from the ones you sold. Well, right now, I call myself a broke sneakerhead because, like, so I'm like a window shopper sneakerhead. So, like, I admire, but I don't buy because, um, you know, for me, I just can't justify it because I, if I'm going to spend, because the sneak, if you're a sneakerhead, you know, it's a very expensive. Uh, terrible habit but I feel like I can't I could spend that money on something that would go back into the stream um, I am very very passionate about streaming and creating content and I really wanted this to work and I needed to upgrade my setup to be able to you know really full send streaming so I sold several pairs of Yeezys and retro Air Jordans to get up to like because I needed like a little over like a thousand I needed close to like two thousand dollars to get like monitors uh needed to build a PC and a uh, capture card because I was going to be playing mostly console games and stuff like that. 
so many things that go into streaming. My collection in total, if I, t- I mean, the thing is like sneakers, it's like the stock market. It goes up and down. Yeah. But it was definitely a couple thousand dollars worth of sneakers. It wasn't like a near, my brother is like, if you sign my, my brother's probably got like a, a down payment on a house or more um, uh, in terms of sneakers, which is great because this, he, run, he, he runs a pretty successful reselling business. Um, but I sold, like I said, I sold like almost $2,000 worth of sneakers. Uh, some of my favorite pairs of sneakers that I had to, to start streaming. And I told myself, this is what I said to myself. I said, when you get to where you want to be, you'll be able to buy any sneaker you want. So, you know, I'm still working towards that goal. But it's something that kind of, you know, it's like a little motivator in the back of your head sometimes when you're having bad days. What was your most valuable sneaker? Um, I had a pair of uh, Yeezy V2, Yeezy 350 V2 Oreos. And um, I got them for retail. Um, I got them for retail. And they never really like restocked those or anything like that. And um, I sold those to my brother for, I think, like 600 bucks. And um, I think he ended up flipping them down the road, too, because their price kept going up because it yep. was like such a it was such a good release. It was a, it was a great colorway, if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and, and, oh, God, I miss those sneakers. Jesus. I, I'm getting that feeling like I didn't get to be at the Kanye show again. But um, <laughs> I miss those sneakers, man. But that, I think that was probably one of the most valuable I had, because even at the time I sold it for 600. I'm pretty sure now it's up to like 800, 900 if you have it like in good condition. I could be wrong. Listen, if you're a sneakerhead watching this. I've, I've tried, I'm like, I'm admiring the sneakerhead culture from afar because again, like once you, you know, once you get in, it's hard to get back out and I just can't do it right now money wise. So right. yeah, that was probably my most valuable at the time. I, I, currently, I mean, I've got, I've got a couple pairs of Yeezys, but like he's restocked some of the ones that I have. Um, I've got like a couple of old retro Jordans, but none of them are worth more than like two, 300 bucks. So nothing, I mean, that's still great, but like yeah. nothing like tremendous or anything like that. My brother's got like a couple pairs that are like $5,000 sneakers. So. For sure. Yeah. My brother Jeffrey is uh, he's the plug. Can I ask the last it's not the last question, but can I ask the last question of the question series that we have? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I've been part of the MFAM community for sixteen months now. Wow. Sixteen months. It's a long time, right? Yeah. I've started watching Nick Merck before I even subbed. Yeah. Just because I didn't have the money, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'd same actually. Right. So what how did you get involved? In the NFAM community. Um, so I mean I had watched so I've had a Twitch, my Twitch account's actually almost over 10 years old. So I've been watching Twitch streams for a long time. I just didn't really participate in like communities, but I've also I've always loved Call of Duty. So I would use Twitch to basically watch like search and destroy streamers and like you know try and kind of mimic what they're doing because I've I've never been like phenomenal at gaming. So it's just always you know good to watch the best players. And Nick was always killing it in the S and D scene. So I was watching him for a little bit and I'd watch, I'd watch all board, like a whole bunch of people. And I always thought Nick was pretty funny, but like, I never really got into it, into it. And again, I didn't really understand Twitch culture at the time. So I've been watching him for a while, but then eventually like he started streaming Fortnite and I started to like, actually like kind of watch and join in in the chat. And I started to realize like, you know, like if I want to engage in this stuff, like the best thing to do is sub. And he had like a really cool tournament coming up for Fortnite. And I know, I think it was MFAM Scrims. And I was like, you know what? I think I'd like to join these tournaments. And I think I'd like to actually kind of become a part of the community. So I think it was December of 2018. Yeah, because my three years coming up. And uh, so I think it was December of 2018. I subbed to him and I wanted to be a part of the community. I said, I want to be a part of these scrims. I want to, I want to get to know these people. And it seemed like everybody's having a good time in chat. Like he, even when he's like, just sitting there playing like the chat's just moving and everybody's having, I think the thing is with MFAM, 
everybody's having a conversation regardless of like what Nick is doing. Like they're talking to him, he's reading chat, but also people are talking to each other. And like, I saw that and I said, this guy's built something really special. This guy's built something that like I would love to build because these people are tight knit. They, they fuck with each other no matter what. They fuck with Nick no matter what. They have his back. They have each other's backs. And I was like, I, sh- I want to be a part of this. I want to, you know what I mean? I want to see what this is really about. And per usual, they welcome me with open arms. Um, everybody in the community is tremendous uh, from top to bottom. Literally, you know, from his mods to, you know, his right hand men that he worked with to people that I interact with on chat, on Twitter. Um, just nonstop love and and like when i have something like uh something on twitter like we were doing a, like a recent g field thing it's like i have my community but the m fam's also right behind me and like they were cheering me on and they they were liking and retweeting and it's like when you're a part of something like that it's like a movement so that, that's why i got involved and that's why i stay involved is because they're just they're good people and i think that they get a bad rap sometimes which is kind of bullshit but people only see things one way and they don't see the full story behind things but m fam is probably one of the most down to earth and like have your back type of communities. People, you can call it a cult if you want to, but at the end of the day, aren't all communities on Twitch kind of a cult? So, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, there's a leader and there's a lot of followers, yeah. but you know, some people use their quote unquote cult for good. Um, some use it for bad. I think Nick uses it for a lot of good. Yeah. Um, and there's always going to be bad apples in every cult or community, whatever you want to call it. Um, so you can't really base uh, base your judgment of, of a community based off of a couple of bad apples who aren't really actually part of the community. They just say they are. Yeah. Um, Nick stands for something. I think that is is really really uh, important, you know. And he he, despite you know him being, I think he's arguably at least we could say he's at least the top stream top three streamer on the platform. I agree. Um, uh, he doesn't feel it doesn't he doesn't make you feel like he's above you. He doesn't make you feel like he's this big egotistical maniac. Yeah, he has banter and he busts your balls, but um, he's a down to earth guy and he gives a lot. Back. I mean, a lot back. You know, I mean, I think that he said the M barbecue is 500k and he spent like more than half of that. Yep. Um, and the Christmas giveaway, he gave away two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of things. So I could go on and on for days about how I feel about Nick and how I feel about the M but the thing is, is like one of my biggest inspirations in this industry is Nick Merckx and it always will be. And I will always try and do things like he does it because he does it right in my book. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Actually, how like the inspiration you get from Nick into yeah. your Twitch. I mean, well, one of the biggest things with him is he had a tweet one time and he said, chase, chase the, um, chase the vision, not the money. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes it's easy to get kind of chased, you know, wrapped up in that stuff, especially when you're a full-time streamer. And a lot of the times I have to sit in there and remember, I'm like, remember when Nick said, chase, chase the vision, not the money. And that's something that really hits home with me, man, because like when you're chasing the vision, you're chasing what's really important. So sometimes when I get a little lost in my way, I remember that tweet. So stuff like that, you know, he just, and I, it continues on the, he's a down to earth guy. He doesn't make you feel like he's this unreachable, unobtainable thing that's above you. You know, despite how high he is, uh, how high he is up on the on the Twitch food train, you yeah. know. So um, I have a lot of love and respect for Nick. And um, I mean, if you don't believe me, just go just go to his Twitter and look at his replies and his likes. And you tell me a guy with millions of followers who's that interactive with his community, and maybe go on one of his vods and look at how much he reads chat. I, I it's something to be admired. I think you're. I think you do a really good job with the mafia, um, kind of portraying the same vibes that Nick does. You know, like. I've been part of your community since January Thank you of this year. You know? And despite me saying that I wanted to kill you. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. It's for no. the game's sake. No, you know. <laughs> no, but I've been part of your community in the Target Stars Mafia since January, mm-hmm. like something. Um, so it's almost been a full year that I've been part of you guys. And the crazy thing is, even though you became part of the organization, mm-hmm. 
you always stayed true to who you are, you know? Thank you. And it's the same exact vibe when you joined Nick's chat. Yeah. Exact same vibe I get from your chat. Right. With, you know, Hector and um, Fluffy and, you know, uh, Hot Rod and all the other people, you know? Like, there's so many of them. And they make you feel welcome. And that's what I wanted because, you know, the thing is, regardless of what size of stream you are, sometimes you're going to be focused on gameplay and what's going on on the screen. And you hope that you've built something enough to where people in your chat will welcome people and make them want to be a part of the conversation and more importantly, a part of something bigger than the conversation, which is the community. Right. Because a community, you know, w- without a community, I, me and everybody, we're just some random dude or, or, or girl behind behind a screen. Um, you know, but when you have a community, it's just so much more. You you have something, you have, you have a foundation, you know, dude, and a house without a foundation is nothing. So It's like, it's funny because like, I've never ever in the how many years I've been streaming or watching Twitch or watching mm-hmm. YouTube, I've never ever have bought a streamer's merch. You're the very first one ever. I, <laughs> hey, I swear. No, for real. Like, you sold me on the vision yeah, but, yeah. and on your community that I wanted to support you without even thinking about like, hey, you know, you're part of L- LVI. Right. This was when uh, I was just watching you and you sold me on buying merch. I was like, oh, dude, this is pretty cool merch, but it also supports you. It represents you. something yeah. more than, you know what I mean? You're representing, you You support a streamer, but you're also representing, you know, you're a part of the community. And, and yeah, it means, as corny as it sounds, it means something to put that hoodie on. It's just, it's like a, it's like a mafia thing, you yeah. know? And uh, I feel like everybody's got a mafia hoodie. So, and I, you know, I took into consideration when designing it, like I didn't want it to be streamer merch. I wanted it to be something that you could put on and you could walk down the street and be like, someone would be like, wow, that's really cool. And, and and they would ask you about it. And I've actually had several people tell me that they love it. And I've had people who have nothing to do with the Twitch universe actually purchase the hoodie. Yep. So I'm actually very proud of that fact that that went into the thought when designing it. I wanted it to be something that whether you watch the stream or not, you could look at that and be like, I would wear that. You know. So whenever I put my mind to anything merch-wise, it's would I wear this if I didn't watch me? And if the answer is yes, then we go through with it. I think so. I think just like like the MFAM hoodies. Yeah. And like you know, when you see an MFAM hoodie or MFAM merch, you see that oh that's Nick. Right. But at the same time, like But even if you had no idea what Twitch was or yeah. who Nick Merckx was, you'd be like, that's a really cool right. shirt. That's a really cool hoodie. And that's so important. And like if you're a broadcaster, you're a content creator, like don't just slap your logo on something or just slap your name on something. Like put some thought and some time and some effort into it. And I'm not saying like, I, I'm very proud of my merch, but it's still, there's still so much more room for improvement. But I think the thing is, is so many people, and if I say this and you get triggered, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's just me trying to help you. Don't just put some fucking mascot esports logo on the front of a t-shirt or some fucking jersey and expect people to buy your shit because there's a hundred other things out there just like that. Just take some time Take some thoughtfulness and just really ask yourself if it's something that you would, if you saw it on a rack somewhere, be like, wow, I, I really want that shirt, you know? And that's that's it, you right. know? And you might look at my merch and be like, this fucking guy is clueless. This shit looks like <laughs> shit. And that's fine. That's your opinion. But I just, that's my opinion. If you're if you're trying to get into that, that's what I would say. So, because we have maybe, what, 20 minutes left? Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. We, I mean, there's a lot to talk. This you're going to be off. I rant, bro. Dude, but, I, I, I'm Portuguese, bro. We, we, <laughs> we, we talk a lot. You know yeah, what I mean? No, you're good because we're going to, you know, you're going to come back anyway. So it doesn't. I'm coming back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so, just give me some time. I miss my baby, bro. So we have a lot of other questions. I mean, from your first sponsor to your current badges, etc. Let's right? fucking rapid so, fire this so, bitch, right, bro. Let's go. Right, yeah, yeah. Hit me with some shit. I'll try not to ramble. You ready? Yes. All right. Fortnite or COD? COD. 
Why? Wait, wait. Prime, oh. prime Fortnite. <laughs> said wait. No, okay. Bro, okay. Rapid, all time, all rapid time. Rapid fire listen. me. Wait. I'm sorry. Okay, real quick, real quick. Okay, all time, all time, Call of Duty, right? Because Call of Duty for me, I, Call of Duty really sparked that passion for me. But old, like OG Prime Fortnite is the greatest game of all time. Like Prime Fortnite season three, season four, season five was the greatest video game of all time. Not just because of how good the game was, but because of what it brought to gaming and how much it brought people together and how much it put gaming and esports on the fucking scene. So it's a 50-50 on that, but I lean towards COD all time for legacy. But OG Fortnite, there is never a game that'll top it. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. All right. He's like, give me with rapid fire, bro. I know, but wait. dude, I'm a passionate human <laughs> being. Wait. Like that needs way more context. I'm sorry. Go okay. Ahead. You go started for it, go you started streaming a lot of Fortnite and ML MLB, correct? Yes, that was were my first two games that I really streamed for sure. Uh, MLB is really really good. Um, I've I'm I, I'm not like super big into watching baseball, but I love playing the MLB franchise and I love watching playoff baseball. And then obviously Fortnite was Fortnite, and I became addicted. Okay. And then now uh, your first sponsor was Opsy or Bl uh, Blind Barber. No, I wish Blind Barber. Leo, Blind Barber, if you watch this, bro, I use your product exclusively. My hair smells good, looks good, amazing. Especially right now, I've been all day in this Vegas dry heat. Look at this shit. I love you. Sponsor me. Um, no, but OPC was like my first sponsor. Um, but it was really like, you know, like the affiliate marketing thing. And But like, I loved their chair. And like, you know, I thought it was a really comfortable chair. And I, it was a pretty easy partnership. I hit them up and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you on board. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I signed up for the affiliate marketing thing. And, you know, we sold a couple of chairs. And I, I mean, like I said, it was it was a good company. They unfortunately went out of business because of COVID. But, you know, I think that all good things come to an end. Um, and also, I, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. And it led me to my next chair sponsor, uh, which was Respawn. And, they, you know, they have good good chairs and they treat me well. And, um, you know, so I think that every every sequence of events happens for a reason. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry to the guys over at OPC. I, I got to know a lot of you guys. You're good people. Um, and hopefully they're all at good companies and they're enjoying themselves. This is not quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on, a passionate bro. fucking human being. Listen, listen. And okay. I have how to explain it, How did it feel getting shouted out by Fortnite? It was amazing. It was one of the dopest moments of my career. I, I've never been like, I've never been more excited. It was amazing. I loved it. Current sub badges appeared October 23rd, 2018. Your, Wait. your current sub badges. Yeah. What about them? Did you have old sub badges? Um, or was it always fish burgers? It was always fish burgers, but they, 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 they started to evolve and get better. Did you design them? No, I had the idea. And then I said, this is what I want. And let's turn it into a ruby and diamond and gold and all that shit. Okay. Your current sponsor is G Fuel, correct? G Fuel. I love G Fuel. Use code fish burger. Use code fish burger. G Fuel takes very good care of me. We just want our own shaker. Uh, yeah, that leads me to my next question. How does it feel that you won G Fuel Royale? It is again, it's like the Fortnite thing is one of the greatest feelings of my life. I, uh, have been a part of G Fuel for almost three years now. And, um, you know, it's been a company that since day one, regardless of my, my, my size in terms of community viewership, all that shit, they've treated me like I'm the top of G fuel. You know what I mean? That that's the way they look at you and that's the way that they make you feel. And, um, to, to, to me, I feel like when you think of like companies in esports, I think one of the first things that comes to your head is G fuel. It's synonymous with esports. And for me to have my own shaker with a company that is synonymous with esports is a huge thing for legacy and legacy is important to me. Like, where do you, where do you, when, you know, when, it, when everything is over, you know, what's left, it's, it's what people remember of you. And, um, I, as crazy as it sounds to have a G fuel shaker to me is a huge legacy move and it's an incredible honor. And, um, I, I'm so thankful for G fuel for even giving me the opportunity. So I, and thank you to my community for, for gassing the fuck out of those tweets.
Congratulations, by Thank the you. way. I will kiss you right now if you keep doing that to me. Jesus Christ. This man looked at me in my soul and said, congratulations, <laughs> by the way. Um, Woo! Okay, so my last and final question. I don't know if you... Oh, I got yeah. one. Oh, you have one? Okay. okay. So my last and final question. Um, so on March 17th, 2020, you posted on Instagram. I got all this on Instagram. Your first war zone per post saying... Damn, like, you went and did a deep dive. You said... I'm the best sniper in the game. <laughs> I remember the fucking clip. So I was on top of uh tele- TV station. There's no actual lies here. So I was on so. t- it was TV station, right? And I hit this dude on like I hit this dude off of an ATV and then I hit a dude in the mountain, correct? So I'm gonna ask you a Fuck question. Me. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Warzone. Yep. Question mark. Yep. Good? Bad. Warzone is the greatest, worst BR of all time. It is the greatest battle royale of all time. Elaborate. But it also is complete dog shit. And the reason is, is because it's Call of Duty, which is, in my opinion, the best first-person shooter ever. And you put that into a BR. And they put it into a free BR where everybody could play, unlike Blackout, which Blackout had a good opportunity. I wish it would have been free to play. Um, And they nailed the armor system. I thought that the I personally think that the map outside of downtown was pretty solid, but it's horribly optimized. It's incredibly in, intensive on your CPU. Um, no matter, I have a thirty eighty and I have a pretty good CPU, and I can still barely pump out like above one hundred twenty frames per second. Right, uh, so you get those constant issues. The servers are atrocious. Hit detection is atrocious. Skill based matchmaking is a fucking joke. There is no true rank system. Um, I can go on and on for days about the things and the issues that I have. Um, a lot of broken weapons uh, that take a long time to address. And the biggest thing of all, we had a year, almost two years in a game that was run rampant with cheaters. Horrible, horrible cheating. And there was no anti-cheat. And there was no, and they they gave no communication, no clarification as to if there ever was going to be. Um, and you had people winning money in tournaments who were cheating. So greatest BR I've ever played. And also the worst, biggest shit show of a BR I've ever played. And I, I'm excited for this new update. Are you, I was about to say, are you excited for a new Ricochet? Pacific? I can't wait. Well, yeah. Well, Ricochet is the anti-cheat that's well, yeah. going to come with the Pacific map. I'm very excited because, A, the map won't have fucking downtown, that goddamn forsaken place. Um, so, I'm, and, and the thing is with this map, from what I've seen, it appears like there's no like big buildings that people can just kind of camp down on. And that was the good thing with Blackout. Blackout didn't really have more than like two-story Dude, maps. Blackout was... Okay, everyone hated Blackout, right? I didn't hate Blackout. Bro, Blackout is, was one of the best Call of Duty BRs. It was one of the best BRs. Dude, it was period. so everyone I mean, hated it, it because yeah. there was too many things at first and they lost their audience again yeah. a 60 dollars to play the br dude they should have made the br free to play off rip secondly the armor system it took them forever to figure out a good armor system and that got so many people upset yeah. and that was the problem and the looting system okay listen blackout was phenomenal but the looting was atrocious it was it was just bad 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 bad, Bro, bad. How do you, well how do you expect that you know how can people expect a good BR mm-hmm. in Call of Duty when it was the first BR in right. Call of Duty and history. that's fine. And they did figure it out, but it was too late. And yeah. I think if it was free to play, it, they would have had a resurgence. So that's where they made the mistakes. Blackout was good. The map was perfect. And the best part of the map for me was, again, there wasn't a lot of places where you could be up on like third, fourth, fifth stories and just, and, and like with one entry point. And it just, the thing is with Warzone, with Modern Warfare came Warzone. And War, Modern Warfare gave us the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest Call of Duty engine we have ever had. Yep. Yeah. But they also gave us this 
this is when they really, in my opinion, aired in the generation of we are going to embrace everybody can have fun. And I and I get that because from a marketing standpoint, you need to have a large player base. But they really just, they encouraged camping, yep. campy, just really baby hand-holding play styles. Yep. And that's what that's where Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 2019 could be the greatest Call of Duty multiplayer of all time if they just would have not catered to that play style and gave us some better maps. And then Warzone, again, you know, they catered to that playstyle, unfortunately. So I think Warzone, dude, I think no matter what they say about the, the cheating or hacks or whatever, right? They do such a phenomenal job putting the stories together from old school Black Ops, Black yep. Ops 1, War yep. at War, Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare series into one whole game. What Call of Duty Mobile is yep. right now is what we're potentially getting in Warzone. That's what I've said for a long time. Call of Duty Mobile, if we had that on PC and console, would be the greatest thing ever. I've always said that. So, I think they would sell a lot more in if they made Call of Duty Mobile as just the game to play. Yeah. Call of Duty, just Call of Duty. They will sell a lot more than releasing one every single year. I think what they're doing with Warzone is perfect because all they're doing is updating the maps giving you new operators and giving you new guns. Yeah. That's all we ever asked for. And then multiplayer, you just put it back to where Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, that play style. Which is, I feel like we've got that with Vanguard. I I, I haven't got a chance to talk about it much, but Vanguard, I think they did a great job with it. There's some things they could change and there's some broken weapons. I, I'm enjoying the shotgun very much. Um, but uh, it gives me, it feels like I'm playing a World at War remaster um, and, and it's on the greatest Call of Duty engine. It's on the Modern Warfare so I love Vanguard and I know somebody's going to watch like fucking Vanguard sucks bro I think it's good give it a chance well that's all the questions I had are you good I thought you had another question can I check your bank account my bank account <laughs> you're yeah. going to you're going to be depressed oh fuck can, how much money do you well make? dude the thing is like I mean no you don't have to answer that I'm just first saying. off I'm not going to dive into that but you know <laughs> you'd have to check my PayPal account that's that's really the that's what I use so alright here's here's my question then can we go in the back and uh, find out Find out about my PayPal? About other stuff we talked about before. Should we cut this camera out? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is this OnlyFans? This is what's happening? You can find the OnlyFans on Larry Fishburger 2025. 2025. We're holding you. I, I, listen, bro, that 2025 is <laughs> coming. I'm going to delete that link and I'm going to ride off into the sunset. All right. Before we close. Yeah. You guys have final statement. Because I was, we went through rapid fire quick there, yeah, yeah. but we're, we're final statements. called rapid fire. Yeah. That's what I thought, right? Yeah. We did good. Final statements. Where can the audience find you? Can you go ahead and plug yourself? Bro? At Larry Fishburger on everything except for Facebook. So Twitch. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch. Um, and Patreon if you guys want to support I just started a Patreon oh, you nice. can subscribe to my Patreon for as little as $3 a month and it doesn't take 50% of my revenue like Twitch does uh, so it's a really good way to support your favorite streamer uh, and I put out at least one video a week um, uh, as well as like I put like I'll, I'll put early links to my YouTube content that comes out so you get early access that uh, you know when I shaved my beard and just went to a mustache to Patreon was the first people to see it so stuff like that you just get behind the scenes stuff you get exclusive videos more like like kind of like 10 minute podcast thoughts where like I just put my thoughts into a 10 minute video so um, 
overall, it's a really good place to, to get some extra content. So Larry Fishburger on Patreon, if you want to support, it's a really good way to do it. And also I give um, consulting on there. So I feel like one of my biggest strong points is helping people with build. I've built, I've had people build like their brands, their streaming brands, their logos, all sorts of stuff. Um, and um, I figured, you know, I might as well, they say if you're good at something, you should never do it for free. So I also have consulting on Patreon. If you're a streamer who wants to help build their brand, you're not sure what's going on. I have that on Patreon too. So perfect. And all those links will be in the description below. That is it. Larry, episode two is finished. Thank you so much for coming on board, bro. Thank you for flying me all the way to Las Vegas for this episode. <laughs> Thank you for enduring everything. This was great. We, I had a good time. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas, guys. Viva Las Vegas. Make sure you like con- the top five Kanye hater. All right. Make sure you bro, like Kanye. Hey, real quick, though. <laughs> do you really mean the top? He's not in your top five. No, I'm just messing with okay, you. Okay, I was going to say, so like, for listening. <laughs> even I hope if you, you hate Kanye. To the next episode. Everyone is great. I love you all. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, yep. or you find us on all audio podcasts like Spotify, iTunes. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, yeah. we're here. Follow it. Okay. So thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you next time. Love you so much.